0: Welcome to House TV. This is your host Cassandra House with Chats with Cass, the podcast where we talk about mindset and heartset on all things belief, leadership and life. I truly believe that anything is possible if you believe and so I'm so excited that you're here because I want to be your human-sized permission slip to believe in yourself. Anything is possible together because if I can, you can. What I'm going to be doing today is talking to you guys about really stepping into your confidence, you know, so like some life hacks that I use for unshakable confidence, And that's what I really, really want to give over to you today. So if I was to hear from any of you, any of my clients, any of my readers, any of my friends or families or anything like that, they always say, I want more confidence, Isn't that crazy? I think it's a currency, I feel, confidence, and we can grow in it, and it's up to us to grow into it, which is really, really cool. So one thing I love is a quote by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, and she says, People are like stained glass windows. They sparkle and shine when the sun is out, but when the darkness sits in, their true beauty is revealed only if there is light from within. Isn't that just such an amazing quote? I just think that is just so beautiful. And to have that as a bit of a guiding force, a bit of an example, a bit of how we would want to show up, I think is just so beautiful. So some hacks, life hacks that I use to help build self-confidence and the confidence to really like become the best version of myself and be able to hold space for other people to be able to. Be there for other people to be able to hold space for other people to feel safe. I think confidence is like a gift you actually give other people. So many times we think, Oh, we've got to be confident, but we think it's about us. Do you and I think I've got to be confident? So those that feel unconfident feel safe with me and feel empowered with me. Because when we feel confident, we're actually a foundation for other people. And so many people think, oh, my goodness, you're so confident. You're this and, you know, you have no issue with confidence and stuff like that. And they always say, look, it makes me feel confident. It's actually that my confidence is a foundation for other people to feel safe on. Because when someone is insecure or unsecure or whatever we call it or, you know, feeling insecure, if the person they're talking to is feeling insecure too, it's like a rocky foundation Whereas the biggest gift we can give people is being that strong light and letting that be a light that other people can stand on as their foundation. So like I said, my favorite quote is by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. It says, people are like stained glass windows. They sparkle and shine when the sun is out. But when the darkness sets in, their true beauty is revealed only if there is light from within. So if you're like me, you've had days when you've literally you know, felt your self-confidence was high. And then you've had other days where a project deadline is on the cards or things don't go the right way, or you've had a restless sleep and you're struggling to get through the day and you feel your subconscious, um, you know, is calling you back into those feelings and thoughts that you don't want. And you feel like your self-confidence is down, you know, but while we can have super high levels of confidence and, you know, we think, today's a great day, it's normal to sometimes feel different on other days. And it's okay to actually have higher self-confidence in situations and lesser in others. The thing is that we want to have confidence within ourselves, no matter where we go and no matter what we do. And it seems, you know, those people that we meet and that we love and that we know that, you know, are self- confident, we can all probably think of someone that's super self-confident. Well, it to them, When we watch them, it seems effortless, but what can we do to enhance our self-confidence? And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. And some things that I've done to really help myself always come from that place of, it's my job to make me feel confident. It's my job to make me feel self-assured. It's not things, it's not handbags, it's not outfits, it's not money, it's not any of those things. It actually comes from within And that is something really powerful to remember because really at the end of the day, you are at the wheel of your self-confidence. So the first thing you want to do is always make sure you walk with purpose and stand tall. You know, I feel that at every given moment we are absolutely perfect for what is required for our journey. There is no lack. You know, when we walk with purpose and we stand tall, I want you to remember this, that you are absolutely perfect for whatever is required of your journey in that very moment. And there is no, like, there's nothing missing. And sometimes, you know, walking in our confidence or walking in our purpose, you know, will feel safe. And sometimes it will feel scary, you know? So it's like, we remember all those things in childhood that we felt good in. And, and then we might also remember things in childhood that we didn't feel as confident in, but how you walk talks volumes about your level of confidence. So, you know, shoulders back, you know, they have a confident walk, you know, people that are confident speak clearly. They speak at a volume that's able to be heard. They stand up tall, their shoulders are back, their head is up. They're having eye contact. They're looking out, not down. You know, we, we, or they always walk with intention and they feel a sense of purpose with what they're doing because they're mindful walkers. People with confidence are mindful walkers. They walk with direction, with certainty, and they know where they're going and they walk the talk. So one thing I feel that you can do to really enhance your walking in your purpose is actually doing what you say you're going to do and show your talk in your walk you know stride with confidence and purpose and knowing and belief and you know that's going to be so attractive to other people but also it makes you shift and what it does it shifts your state so that your energy is different so that you feel great that you know you're great and you think I'm I'm choosing this from within I'm going to walk there with confidence with purpose with intention and I'm mindful of what I do and how I show up and how I move They say confidence is energy because the way I move around, the way I hold space in a room and how I know I'm deserving to hold space is coming from within. And we do that when we are doing what we say we're going to do. How confident do you feel when you walk into the gym or walk into a class or walk into a conference when you said you're going to show up? You know How different is it when you uh late or you've forgotten or you think, oh no, I should, could, would, should be at that thing. And you go and you like sneak in the back, you know, that's the difference. You want to walk with confidence and you want to walk with certainty and you want to walk like the universe has your back. And one of my sayings that I've told all my beautiful team is I have unconditional faith and trust that everything is working out for me in my favor and for the goodness of all because the universe has my back. And that saying allows me to move with confidence and really live in that saying that I told you right at the beginning that at every given moment, we are absolutely perfect for what is required of our journey. And so that leads me to point two is you want to become confident Superhero in your life and have those confident power poses at home that you practice. Okay, so the key to life is accepting changes, but once someone stops doing this, we are dead. Okay, so the key to life is accepting changes and challenges and things that show up and moving in relation to those and making sure that we get through them. Once someone stops doing this, they're defeated and then it's dead, right? So conscious body language is a powerful, powerful indicator of self-confidence. So for example, using gestures and speaking with your hands and, you know, sharing stories and at home, practicing your power poses in the mirror, like five minutes a day, stand in the mirror, put your hands on your hip like superwoman and say those affirmations that you have. I know so many of you and all of you have affirmations that you say, and it can just be. I have unconditional faith and trust that everything is working out for me in my favor and for the goodness of all, because the universe has my back. And if you stand in the mirror and say that saying, you will feel so different that you will walk different. And imagine if you started your day as that superhero that you need to be in your own life. And I have that saying, I'm like, I need to be the superhero in my own life. No one is coming to save me. No one is coming to save you or I. No one is, no one is coming to change the things or get us out of bed to do what we say we're going to do. We have to be our own superhero. So conscious body language is so important. And when you feel self-confident and you walk in your purpose, you're going to use body language that mimics that. You know, so we want to, we want to make sure that we have, you know, that... Feeling of I feel confident, I'm walking my purpose, and I'm allowing my body to showcase that to the world. You know, we don't need to take power poses in public, (laughs) but what we can do is do that to prepare for our day behind the scenes. And, you know, little things can do the opposite. So, like folding our arms and making ourselves feel small, and looking down and looking away. And when someone talks to you, like looking around, they're little body language things that are actually going to do the opposite, you know. So sitting down and not listening or being, you know, when someone talks to you, stand up and listen to them. They're things that research shows conflicts our efficacy of our power pose, okay. So the efficacy of our power pose is going to be much higher if we are doing it with a vein of confidence as opposed to doing it with fear and trying to hold in. Okay. So you want to make sure that you're not thinking, oh yes, I'm confident and I'm working in my power and I'm going for it and I'm doing all these things. Okay. And then you walk into a room or like you walk somewhere and you're like looking away, looking down, folding your arms. You know, because that's going to actually do the opposite. So your body language and your walk is going to help your state. And the best way to change your state each morning is to jump up out of bed, look in the mirror hands on hips like superwoman and say that affirmation that I gave you earlier or your list of affirmations. And a really great tip I use is I brought, I can write them on my mirror and I can change them as I feel I've accomplished those affirmations. So write them on your mirror each morning, stand up, look in the mirror and go for it. You know, so I think that is a, they're two really key points. And that brings me to number three, which is dress to impress, but impress yourself so no, you know, that famous famous quote by Regina Brett, you know, how you, no matter how you feel, get up, dress up, show up, never give up. I love that quote. And one piece of advice that I know is that, you know, never dismiss the power of being presentable, you know, as shallow or superficial, because really the way you dress, the way you show up, is actually going to give you a confidence. So what I've always done is when I go somewhere that I might be nervous about or I'm speaking somewhere, I'll always wear something that I love that makes me feel that I'm putting on this suit of armour of confidence. And it really takes you to shine at that next level when you do that, when you feel good and your outfit's beautiful and you feel like, oh, I look great, that like you feel confident. You know, the power of clothes... I know are so important when we do this and so sometimes we'll think oh well don't worry about that and we put ourselves on the back burner which you know is a lack of self-love we think oh it doesn't matter about this we'll just wear this creased outfit or whatever we're actually affecting our own self-confidence self-confidence never comes from external our self-confidence should never ever be dependent on you know a bad hair day or you know our makeup not going right or our outfit not being like exactly how it's supposed to be. That's not what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be perfect to be confident, but let's do everything we can to increase our self-confidence. And you can be completely confident, sweaty as anything in a hot yoga room, looking nothing presentable to the world, like how I look every time I go to class, (laughs) but that doesn't change my self-confidence. But when I go to speak or present or go into a room or a setting or an interview or something like that with business or places where I feel like oh I need another boost of confidence I will put on something that I absolutely love or feel incredible in to make sure I'm putting on my suit of armor and I encourage you to do that you know there's nothing that you know is better than feeling good and why not do that for yourself from the inside out you know every time we go to like a wedding or an event and we feel amazing it's because we've actually put effort into looking and feeling confident that's why we feel that and that's why events are so fun it's because you're actually probably your most dressed up showed up polished up at that event and that's why you feel confident that's why you have a great time right so that brings me to the fourth point is that eye contact and smiling for self-confidence it's like so powerful you know they always say never bend your head Always hold it high and look the world straight in the face. Okay, so never bend your head. Always hold your head high and look the world straight in the face. And I think that's such an amazing quote, and that was actually by Helen Keller. And this is another little tip from you know one of my favorite you know body language toolbooks, uh, toolboxes that I sort of my toolbox of self confidence. And this is really significant. And I think, you know, it really is a tool in itself. You know, people say that people that grow up thinking that they need to look tough and look away and all of that and do this urban sort of scowl is not the way of the 21st century. It's the opposite of friendliness. And, you know, smiling and having that intention of being self-confident and making friends and being chatty and all of that is actually going to boost your self-confidence you know so you don't want to have that you know looking like you're hard or intimidated to get in contact with or walk up to to be confident you know i always think the person in the room that's looking like you know the the look to the side or the unavailable they're actually the one that's not confident i'd rather be the one that's chatty and friendly and available and willing to compliment other people and smile and look across the room and smile and connect as opposed to like, you know, the, the pout and the, the eyebrow tilt, you know, neither of which I'm good at at all. (laughs) I'm definitely not able to pout well at all. That's not my forte, but smiling has become my forte because I've always been like a smile lights up a room. And naturally having danced my whole life, we've been, we smile on the stage from a baby, right? So I want you to use your beautiful face, your beautiful smile. A smile is like a gift to someone else. You know, when you walk past someone and you're on a walk or you go into to the grocery store or whatever, there's either people that totally ignore you, look at you and look away, or there's one that smiles. They don't even have to say anything. But how different do you feel on a walk or something when you have to cross paths with a human being and they don't just look, ignore you and look away, they actually look and smile you feel different. You feel community. You feel excited. You feel like, wow, you feel like, oh, people are friendly and all that. Do you know what? Those that look at you and smile is a sign of self-confidence. When you can look at someone in the eye and give a genuine smile, that is the most outward sign of a confident person. And it gives you a genuine confidence boost. And it tells others that you're trustworthy because you can make eye contact and that you're self-assured enough to smile. That's what it means. And so even if you don't feel like smiling, you can look at someone in the eye like I still and give a friendly sign. But if you can smile and look at them in the eye at the same time, it's really powerful, really, really, really powerful. And that's what I think is one of the secrets. And, you know, I always think this. The way we talk to ourselves is always shown on the outside. So if we can talk to ourselves well and think, do you know what? You're beautiful, you're worth connecting with, you, you've got a great smile, and you, my smile is enough to light up a room, and I want you to feel that too, then you're going to look at people and act differently. And like Brene Brown says, you know, talk to yourself like you would to talk to someone you love. So talk to yourself like you would talk to someone you love, like your child, like your partner like your better half or whatever, practice talking to them and then turn the way you talk to them back to you and say it to you. So when you give your child a compliment or your husband or wife or partner a compliment, I want you to say it back to yourself and see how that feels. But you want to talk to yourself like someone you love and that self-talk is going to shine on the outside. And that brings me to number five. If you're thinking, oh, my goodness, this is all like so out of my comfort zone or whatever it is. Honestly, confidence is a habit that can be developed by acting as if you already have the confidence you desire to have. And Brian Tracy said that, you know, confidence is a habit that can be developed by acting as if you already have the confidence you desire to have. And the best way I think that, like I told you to do that is to pop on an outfit that you love, you know, so The old cliche statement of fake it till you make it may sound insincere and artificial, but for self-confidence, I think that statement is a warm friend because you can't not practice that and enhance yourself in other people's life. It's not that you're faking and pretending that you're something that you're not or pretending you're qualified in a way you're not or saying something that you aren't or that you haven't got the credibility for. It's not that, it's that you're pretending that you feel confidence from within, that's like a muscle and a practice, and I give you full permission to fake that until you make it. You know, practice showing up, practice connecting, practice speaking, smiling, saying hi, looking them in the eye, and it can feel scary, because you know what, the number one thing that human beings are scared of, do you know what the number one thing that human beings are scared of, I think I've told you this before. What's the number one thing that people, human beings and people are scared of? It's actually other human beings. That's what we're scared of. Isn't that crazy? We're actually the most scared of, of other human beings. That's why when you get in a lift, people are like looking everywhere but you and you're like walking across to the shopping center, people are like looking away, like they're actually scared to connect. It's really like quite scary you know, like another human being, what can that human being do to me? What can that human being say to me? That human being can like change the way I feel like that human being could like reject me. It's actually a scary thing. So I want you to feel like, okay, it's all fine. I can fake this till I make it because it's like a muscle. You don't go to the gym day one and lift these amazing heavy weights. You go and lift little weights and you're dressed up. You don't go to the gym and you're like, hobo couch outfit do you you go up to the gym in the latest lycra outfits feeling great looking the part and then you get the little three pound weights (laughs) that's what I do right and they're all lifting big weights and I'm like lifting these little ones you know the ends about this big so I'm like I didn't show up looking like I had no idea I showed up looking great and that confidence rubbed off how many times do you see people dressed up beautifully for the gym it's not because they want to dress up for the gym it's because it gives them a huge boost of confidence so I want you to remember that when you're going through this process that you're like okay I can fake it to make it Cass gave me permission for that to be my warm friend (laughs) and so this brings me to number six is that feeling good about yourself is literally the secret elixir of self-confidence Feeling good about yourself is the secret elixir of self-confidence. And keeping busy and making optimism a way of life can truly restore your faith in yourself. So keeping busy and making optimism a way of life can truly restore your belief in yourself and your faith in yourself. So I want you to try this. When something gets you down, instead of being like, oh, this and that and oh, I want you think that's okay. All good. I have unconditional faith and trust that everything is working out for me in my favor. And for the goodness of all, the universe has my back. That's fine. Literally, I want you to feel that because this one is a real no-brainer, but you'd be surprised how many people walk around with their, like feeling sorry for themselves as a victim. People feel sorry for themselves. They feel resentful about their present situation. And, you know, everyone has their reasons why they can feel that but self-confident people have a good self image and they perceive themselves as valuable and useful to the world. And they view their opinions with some value and make it their mission to feel good on a daily basis. Like make it your mission to, to be the, it's okay. That's fine. Then the, oh, wah, 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 like the other side, because it's you're like chipping away at your self-confidence on that end or you're adding facets to the diamond that you are on the other end so do you want to like dim your sparkle by oh 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 like that feeling you know it's like oh and this oh like when someone asks you how's your day oh I've been so busy oh I've been so busy i'm oh i'm so tired like all that or are you like it's great it's fun it's been challenging but it's good but we're moving forward and Being that upbeat, positive thing. And you want people to say to you, your energy is amazing. You know, so I want you to be aware of your state. You know, I literally love this saying, and it's I wish I could show you when you are lonely or in darkness, the astonishing light of your own being. I wish I could show you when you are lonely or in darkness, the astonishing light of your own being. Like I said before. We are like stained glass that's bright and shiny. But then when darkness comes, only shines if there's light from within. And so I want you to be aware of that. Like that brings me to the next point. Number seven is have a self-doubt, self-check. You know, I'm always looking inside myself for strength and confidence, you know, but it all comes from within. And one thing I've learned is that it's there all the time. You know, there's no bigger killer of self-confidence than the feeling of constant doubt. So we want to release that doubt by being positive and optimistic and upbeat. Because if you doubt everything, you have to second guess everything and get confirmation from all these people around you for all your movements each day. And, you know, you need approval from other people. And then really like you're stuck because you don't believe in yourself and you've got no inner strength. And one of the most attractive things to other people is the inner strength that you have and keeping your doubts in check. Like when you allow doubts to become thoughts or like passing clouds, you know, what's, what do you want? So when they're like thoughts and they hang in your mind, they will take over your state but I want you to use those doubts and see them like passing clouds that drift off into the distance and it'll give you relief. So make a reality check of all the doubts you have and then literally see them as clouds in the sky floating away from you. So if you have a few doubts and you think, oh, there's like a rain cloud over me here and a rain cloud over me here and there's a, all of this happening, I want you to see the rain disappear, the gray fall out of the clouds see them there's these white fluffy little baby clouds and that they're like drifting off away from you and I want you to like free yourself from the heaviness of doubt and this will give you a really good boost of self-confidence by allowing them to allowing you to let them go because so many times the things that we have doubt about are not really that real anyway and It's like our brain's just looking for things to be protective of, protective about, and protective in case it happens, our subconscious mind. So they're not really real. You know, so that brings me to the point of setting up confidence cues and rituals. You know, life is 10% the experiences that you have and 90% how you respond to it, like what actions you take, right? So what are specific triggers or cues that you need to work on to increase your self-confidence? And what are some rituals that you could bring in that make you feel like you're on top of the world? So it might be that ritual of closing your eyes and seeing the dark clouds above you go light, white, fluffy, little, and float away. Um, It might be that you go and do something that you love, like make a beautiful pot of coffee and grind some beans. Or it might be that you... Go for a walk around the block and you walk away from the doubt and you come back to a new home. It could be whatever you want that's helping you be confident and take time every day, every morning, whatever, to freshly do those things. So one thing I love, because I feel it can be done every day whenever you need, is have a shower and pretend it's washing off everything. You know, every single time you wash off those things, they're gone off you. So the doubt of the day, you wash off morning, noon, and night, whenever you want. And another way to do it is have a bath, like in a bathtub. And when you let the water out, like see that it's washed off in the water and then let the bath drain itself out completely and see that it's all down the drain and gone. You know, like what is your feel good ritual? So I want you to choose a ritual, choose something that you'll do. And then I want you to do that whenever you feel these things, like doubt, lack of self-confidence, before you go to an event, whatever you want to do. And another another self-ritual, self-feel-good ritual that I love is the personal power hour that I've had my team do for years, which is they either spend six minutes, 30 minutes, or 60 minutes a day doing their silence, so silence and meditation, Affirmations, reading them out in a mirror or reading them on paper, either one. But I would recommend reading them on paper, uh, out to the mirror with your hands on your hips. Um, close your eyes and visualize your perfect vision that you have for your life, or look at watch your vision video that you've made. And I've done previous podcasts on how to make a vision video. Exercise, work out, jump around, do some star jumps, whatever you want to do, just to get your body moving. Do some yoga poses, whatever it is, just to get the blood moving read 10 pages of a good book and then scribble out your next goals and what your five most important things are for that day. And even just doing that ritual, which can only take six minutes if you want it to, you will literally change the way you feel in a heartbeat, which is so powerful. And that brings me to my second last point, And that is location, 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 your environment matters. That's why today, I was at home, I was working on my computer and I was doing some Zooms and I thought, okay, I need a change of pace. I went outside, sat in my courtyard, sat outside, felt amazing. Then I thought, right, I'm going to sit and do this call. I'm going to drive to a beautiful cafe and sit and, you know, do this call in an environment that makes me feel inspired and excited and all of that. And Those moving around pieces and changing the environment gives me creation, passion, excitement, helps me innovate. I see things. I'm a very visual person and you guys might be like that as well. But if your environment is really nice, you'll feel incredible. So literally, your ability of self-confidence is actually linked to your ability to build your own world. And you can build that world in any way that you want. And if you thought that clutter and having an unfavorable environment is like, doesn't matter, it may surprise you that actually creativity and inspiration, productivity happens also only in a context that makes you feel good. So it doesn't even have to be flashy or new or different. Does your environment make you feel good? You know, I'm not saying that an uncluttered environment is right for everyone. I don't mind if you you love sitting with piles of paper on your desk and looking at a blank wall as your view. I don't mind. Does it make you feel good? What moods and areas of the world, your home, your town, your cafes, whatever, make yourself feel self-confident and productive and choose those to be in? Remember, having a favorable environment can have massive impact on your self-confidence And I love that really we get to choose that. And yes, some of us have jobs and we work in offices, we drive to work, commute, or some of us are sitting at home and being able to like work from home, which is such a blessing. Whatever it is, jazz it up. Buy yourself a bunch of $10 flowers for your desk at work. You know, get some oils in a burner on your desk at home, whatever it is for you. Feel good. Look good. I've got this beautiful orchid that's blooming that hangs over the corner of my computer what I'm looking at at doing my Zooms. And so many times I just stop and I look at it and I see that creation. I think, oh my goodness, if that orchid can be created, I can create anything. And so have little things that make you feel amazing. And you deserve that, you know, get your favorite mug and like just little things like that. I go to bed excited to wake up and have my morning drink in my favorite mug. <laughs> so whatever it is for you, like get those things in place so they make you feel self confidence. And then that brings me to my last point is get prepared. You know, one important key to success is self-confidence and important key to self-confidence is preparation. There's so much power to boost your self-confidence in being prepared. So every day, every evening, before you go to bed, before you spend time with your family, before you do dinner, whatever it is, I always map out my day for the next morning. I check my calendar, make sure it's all in. I know exactly what it is, know what time I start, know when I'm working out. And I think, right, okay, I'm ready for tomorrow. I'm going to close off today and I'm going to go into my personal time. And I plan that day, the night before that I've done that for a decade. I never, ever wake up and think what's on today because you just don't feel empowered. If you do that, get all your ingredients together before going to sleep because What you know is coming, your mind in your sleep will start to co create and help you pull it off. And practice, practice, practice. You know, practice your skill, practice what you do, practice what you need to do, practice creating, do things that make you feel creative and prepare yourself well because confidence is preparation and everything else is beyond your control. So, your confidence and preparation and preparation and confidence go hand in hand, they're a two way street. And everything else is out of your control. But if you're confident and things show up differently, you'll be prepared no matter what. And you can bend with the times and make movements and things like that so that you can be more successful. And I just think that that is the key. That is the real key to be able to create and co-create is being prepared and letting the universe do the rest. So... There's 10 key life hacks that I use to help enhance my self-confidence and help enhance how I feel about myself to show up in business, life, family, all of that. And I love sharing those with you. So thank you for being on the call. I want to know what was your favorite one? So what's your favorite of the 10? Thank you, my loves. I love you all so fun to be together and I love helping with confidence and next week I might do another few hacks so I'm going to grow on the life confidence hacks (laughs) thank you for tuning in to house tv chats with Cass. please rate subscribe and share and I would love if you left a five star review you can find me on instagram at cassandra house underscore or chats with Cass. please tag me tag your friends and tag anyone this episode could help I cannot wait to see you next week where I believe in you and your life and your mission even more so you can achieve what you want and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.